Hey everybody, it's episode 396 of PodQuest. Hey! Hey! It's Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. I'm Chris, with me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi, I'm here, yes. How are you guys doing? Doing alright. Oh, you know, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. Kind of tired. Me but too. I'm doing. It's been a long day. I have woken up past two mornings at like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, and I've streamed pretty late the past couple nights, so it's just like... This is my own fault, kind of. Um, but yeah, um, that's all. I'm just a little tired. Yeah, it happens. I am t- yeah. I am tired and hungry because our food never got delivered. Nice. Yeah. I said we could have just waited. I'd have no. I was I was in the middle of watching another episode of Superman and Lois, thinking maybe you were gonna eat dinner and stuff, and then well, I would have. I but, had like, a- but like, if the food had arrived between like six and six fifteen, I would have eaten and would have been ready by six thirty. But, like, at this point, like, the food probably won't get here until closer to 7. But you see, at that point, at 6.30, I would have just been, like, give me another 10 minutes because I would have had, like, 10 minutes left in Super Mass. That's fine. But, like, I didn't want to wait till 7 and then, like, record at 7.30 because that's just very late and I'm already tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Jeez. Uh, Rich, we're just going to get right into it. What's on the agenda this week? We're just, just going to do it. No banter. All right. Uh, first of all, we're going to talk a little bit about The Batman with uh, The Twilight's The Robert Pattinson. He has done um, many other movies that aren't Twilight. I, I know. I know. It's just... Let's let, it's, let, let's bring it back to Harry Potter it, with Harry Potter's Robert Pattinson. With, with his, what, f- 10 minutes in that Harry Potter movie? Um... We all, there was also a uh, a state of play with Dino Crisis. I mean, Exo Primal. Um, then uh, I actually was able to beat Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Cobb, you played some uh, gar- some of the Guardians. And if we've got time, there was also a Monster Hunter event that I want to briefly talk about. Yeah. So, Batman, the Batman. Uh, that that's a very long movie. I'm just gonna. Is it? How long is it? It's, it's like just shy of three hours. Damn. Ooh. Wow. I was I honestly wasn't expecting that, but it, it looks very dark. It looks very serious. I mean, it is very dark. I don't know if you guys have seen like the image online that some people have put up, where it's like Batman just slowly getting darker um, through the years. So like uh-huh. the first, it starts out with the the Adam West like very bright Batman, mm-hmm. and then it goes through like each of the movie eras up until um this one, and like each one the like the scene is like drastically darker, and like it yeah. that is the the movies, and the last picture is just um a black square for, like, the, <laughs> yeah, the future yeah. of Batman. Um, yeah, I've seen that. But for being nearly three hours, it was actually really good. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It did not feel like a three-hour movie. Um, and, like, he, like Pattinson did a really good job. Like, the, the the cast in general, they did a really good job casting this movie. Um, oh, I can't think of the dude's name. Shit. Uh, Batman. God damn. Wikipedia. Colin Farrell? I mean, look, Colin Farrell is a whole different thing. If you didn't know that was Colin Farrell... He is the last person you would have guessed that to be. Yeah, to be to be to be the, the penguin. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, uh, Jeffrey Wright, who was Gordon, was really okay. good. Like he he definitely had that um that like Gary Oldman vibe of just like he is definitely like a good cop in a bad city. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh John Turturro, who is in all sorts of stuff, he plays a gangster. Um, he was really good, and I'm used to him being like the like a comp like. I don't, I don't know a lot of movies he's been in, but he's usually, like, a funny guy, whether he's, like, on an a- antagonistic side or not. Um, and in this one, like, he's more, he's a criminal. Like, like he's he's a, a crime lord. And he was really good in that role. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh Andy Circus's um Alfred was really good. It was it was a different um different take on Alfred than you normally get in the movies too. It was more of like the Earth One version where so the Earth One Alfred was um he he was in the military, he was like in like like secret ops or some shit like that, and was actually one of the people that, that trained Bruce when he was young on how to fight. And in this well, one that's, that's like how Gordon was in Gotham. Yeah, he a little very, bit. Yeah. Or not not Gordon, uh, Alfred. Yeah, it, it was That's so, how he was in Gotham, yeah. It was it was definitely like a little bit more like that. Um but they don't have a they don't have a particularly good relationship in this um at, like they they care about each other, but like there are there are more there, there's more than one point where like Pattinson's like Bruce does say like you're not my father. Um mm-hmm. when Alfred is like trying to get him to like take care of himself. Um there's also maybe two scenes of him being Bruce Wayne. It is basically all Batman or Batman without the cowl on. Okay. Uh-huh. Like there's a few scenes there's like some scenes like in the bat cave or like in the mansion where like he just got done being Batman so like he's wearing like just shitty clothes and still has like the black eye makeup spread across his eyes. Um but there's like one scene in the mansion where he's like completely Bruce Wayne like like in the morning and there's that funeral scene that they show in some of the trailers, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But he's also so he. This is supposed to be like year two, so he's only been Batman for two years. They actually say that at the very beginning of the movie in like an inner monologue that like he's been on out doing this for two years. Um, so like he hasn't started fighting the like super villains yet. It's still like like thugs and gangsters and and all that sort of stuff. So like while he is capable, he's still a like. He's getting shot and he's getting hit. And like, w- were it not for the fact that his suit is armor, like he would be very dead. Like, yeah, a hundred percent dead. Um, he's also like vicious. Like, not like shoot him with a gun vicious. Like he he has that going, which a lot of the a lot of the movie Batman's don't lean into that. The like, I'm not using a gun aspect of the character. Um. Like, this Batman several times when people have guns says, like, we're not using those. Like, knock it the fuck off. Um, but he's still, like, when he's, when he's hitting somebody, like, he will just lay the fuck into them after, like, they're mm-hmm. on the ground. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, like, Pattinson was really good. Um, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman was really good. Um, the only, the only problem with her was, like, the, the, like, outfit was kind of, like, weird. Cause it was, like, a very classic, like, Catwoman, like, bodysuit. But then it was just a, a ski mask that was like cut a little wider than normal, mm-hmm. um, which I thought that was weird. Like, if you're gonna go like the bodysuit route, why not at least give her some sort of like mask or so- like doesn't have to be like an actual mask like Batman wears, but just something more than what is obviously a ski mask. Yeah, um, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, like three the three hours went by very quickly. Um, it didn't it didn't feel like it necessarily had a good villain. Um, that, that's kind of one of the problems. Um, the Riddler was interesting, but he definitely leaned more into like a Joker vibe than a Riddler vibe. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was never like a good confrontation, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I got that feel from the trailers that like, they're like, even though it's the Riddler, it, it, I really did get that like Joker feel from it. Um, but this, so how do they portray, like you said, they, portrayed him as very vicious but do they portray him as the 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 great detective that he is or did they portray him as just no he is way more detective in this like 
good. There are times where, like, he goes places as Bruce Wayne to try and get, like, information that he knows, like, Batman can't get. Um, mm-hmm. There are multiple scenes, like, because it's the Riddler. Like, the Riddler leaves riddles and ciphers. And, like, there's there's not, like, a detective movie here, per se. But there are definitely scenes of him, like, putting clues together and trying to figure out, like, what's going on. And not just, like, using a supercomputer to immediately figure something out. Like, um, one of the first things that happens with the Riddler is he leaves, like, this very large cipher. And um, Alfred starts actually figuring the cipher out, like, pen and paper, like, just writing it down. And as they're, like, working on it, like, Bruce loads it into the computer. And they're, like, looking at it. And they're trying to figure out, like, what the rest of the characters are because they don't have the whole thing. And, like, Bruce is the one that realizes. He's like, what if it is the whole thing? Like remove everything that's not what we have and it actually ends up spelling out like what the the answer was Mm -hmm. whereas like in most batman movies like there's not that like moment of like realization as they try like like try to figure it out it's just he just kind of knows or he just pumps it into the computer and the computer figures it out for him yeah 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 um but like there are also plenty of times where like at one point he's going to the iceberg lounge like the the club that the penguin runs and he goes as Batman, and he shows up at the front door as Batman knocks on it and just says, do you know who I am? And he's like, I'm here to see the, the Penguin. And, like, then he gets attacked, and he just fights his way through the club until the Penguin shows up and, like, tells everyone to stand down. Yeah. But, like, that's that's more, I, like, I feel like that's more of something I would expect in a Batman thing where it's, like, he goes in not to fight. But gets into a fight, whereas, like, in recent Batman movies and everything, it's... I, there hasn't really been a lot of detective nature, and and so, like, it's just generally Batman beats people up. Yeah, and this definitely had the air of, like, as close to, like, a, like a detective mystery thing as you're ever going to get out of a comic book movie. Like, mm-hmm. the Riddler is killing people, and it's, like, as time goes on, you slowly start to understand, like, why he's killing the people he's killing. Um, yeah. And then, like, by the end of the movie, like you kind of have all the pieces and it just comes down to um it's not necessarily like a batman figures it out so much as everything just slowly gets unveiled like he figures out some mm-hmm. things through like the ciphers and other things just through happenstance sorry the dog's barking. yeah um if uh do you learn things before the uh the, before batman does or do you learn things as batman learns them I think for the most part, it's as Batman learns them. Um, I'm just going to close my door real quick. Hang on. Sorry about that. I don't know if um, if the food is here or if Erica just stepped outside and now the dogs are going crazy. Could mm-hmm. be both. Mm-hmm. No problem. But uh, but you, you were saying, like, for the most part, you find it out as Batman finds it out? Yeah, definitely, like, for the most part. Um, it's not, like, every single time, but I, I, don't, I can't think of any time where, like, they flat out told us what was happening. Um before, like, like Batman had it figured out, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, as far as the Riddler goes, like, I like I like him at, like, he was a good villain in this movie, but didn't really have the right, um, I can't even think of the word for it. Like, the Riddler, like, isn't about, so this Riddler was very much about, like, changing the world and was, like, a different sort of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Riddler in, like, the comics and, like, Jim Carrey's Riddler was a different story. Like, he was, like, a chaotic Riddler that was very much, like, a chaotic Joker. Um, Riddler in the comics, and even in, like, the Arkham games, like, he, he's, he has, he's an egomaniac. He wants yeah, to, he's... he both wants to prove that he's the smartest one around, 
and also like like pull robberies and and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. like he he's a psychopath, sociopath, whatever you want to call him. Um, this Riddler didn't have the ego so much that that it seemed like he was doing it almost like he had this false sense of justice that like him and Batman were doing the same thing. And that, like, what he was doing is actually what Batman wanted done, and that when it was all said and done, they would be on the same side. Okay. Um, but, like, that's obviously not the case. Um, and, like, he actually gets, like, taken out, like, without any real, like, he basically gives up. Like, like before the end of the movie, like, there's still, like, 40 minutes left in the movie, and he's just kind of like, I give up, I'm good. And that leads mm-hmm. to, like, a, actually, like, an unexpected ending. It's very much a, did the villain just win ending? And in a lot of cases, like, he was going about things the wrong way, but kind of like, like, Killmonger in the, in the Black Panther. He wasn't necessarily wrong about, like, what he was saying. He was just going about trying to solve it very wrong. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Um, hmm. did, I guess, uh, I, I, they probably say the movie, is this his first encounter with the Riddler in this movie, or has he encountered and dealt with Riddler in the past, over the past two years? Do they mention that? Or does this movie take place over a course of time? Uh, this movie takes place over about a week. Like, the, it actually opens oh. up on Halloween. It says it's, um, October 31st. And then I believe the last day of the movie that they, that he, like, narrates is November 6th. Okay. Um, cause it's actually, it takes place over, like, the week of an election for the mayor of Gotham City. Mm-hmm. And it kind of culminates with the person who, like, becomes mayor, like, giving a speech, um, at, um, what is, so, it is basically the Gotham equivalent of Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, they do a very interesting job, like, kind of setting everything up. And I'm, I am definitely interested to see, like, what they do with a future movie with Pattinson. I just hope that they, like, I get, like, it's supposed to be, like, that first, like, like, he's very early on. He hasn't figured out how to, like, have that, like, dual persona. But I hope in future movies that they do get better at portraying, like, Bruce Wayne. Um, yeah, because in everything, Bruce is like a separate um, persona. Like he is supposed to be like the like the elusive like playboy billionaire. Like not that he's yeah. showing up everywhere all the time, but just like when he does show up, he's you know he's a, he's a he's a billionaire. Like <laughs> he does what he wants yeah. how he wants. Like the Christian Bale movies did it a little bit. Um, ben Affleck did it a little bit, but like everybody else was just. And, and you know what? I guess even like when you go like earlier on, like they did have like the parties and stuff like that, where it was a big deal when Bruce Wayne showed up. But I feel like we've just never gotten like a real good example of that in movies. Yeah, I I agree, but I feel like you're asking for two movies when if it comes to something like that. Like you're asking for a Bruce Wayne movie, and you're asking for a Batman movie. Like with with a time constraint of three hours, it's a little hard to portray. It, it might be a little hard to portray it without just doing it in passing or just doing a montage of it or whatever. It's just, it might, it might be too much for a movie to focus on the two sides of, of Bruce Wayne and Batman. But I think there's a way that you do it where part of the plot involves him having to be Bruce Wayne to like deal with things. And like this movie does it a little bit, but they just haven't, they have him basically as a, an angry recluse as Bruce Wayne, rather than the guy who's also trying to keep his family's like legacy alive, mm-hmm. um, which is very much how Bruce is in the the comics and even in um like the animated series and a lot of the cartoons and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I will say um, Pattinson did not do a weird voice for his Batman, 
So he basically just talks the same. I feel like when he's talking to strangers as Bruce Wayne, his voice is maybe like a little higher, but like there's not really a whole lot of a di- of difference between like the two, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice because at the same time, like the the Christian Bale like deep growl was just so off putting. Um, yeah, but I still feel like um Kevin Conroy is the only person who's ever, and I mean, like, he's a voice actor, so, like, it's different, but, like, he's the only one that's ever really put, like, a drastic difference between how Bruce Wayne sounds and how Batman sounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, definitely worth seeing. Um, it's apparently gonna hit HBO Max in April, like, mid-April. Oh, so it's, really? Um, yeah, I think it's got a, it, it, it's one of the last movies to have, like, that 45-day window. So it's, like, theater for 45 days, then HBO Max. So it's it's actually not that far away, and it doesn't it doesn't have many of the superhero tropes. Like it definitely finds ways to sort of circumvent certain things, and that that was nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good movie. Otherwise. Awesome. Speaking of uh uh superheroes, just real quick, if you're done with the Batman, I am. Um. Did you watch the trailer for um for Ms. Marvel? Oh, I did end up watching that. Yeah. I think it looks fun. I think it looks like a teen show that like definitely we're not in the target audience for or anything like that i'm iffy about why they're changing her powers yeah i didn't like so i think it looks like they nailed the cast really well and the vibe um mm-hmm. from the comics but yeah the, the yeah. powers are the only thing i'm not super crazy about right now because like yeah she had a she has a cool power set in the comics um yeah like they don't need to make her powers these weird glowy like like, she shouldn't have telekinesis, like, they show her, like, because I forget exactly what she does, but she well, does something so, without touching it in the... So, uh, she has, she has, like, power bands, basically, that let her control energy. And so, yeah, she can, like, extend her arms out through this energy, and it makes us crystallize energy, and she can make a force field and stuff like that. It's just, it's not, it's not polymorph. It's not embiggen. It's... Like, she'll probably still end up saying Imbigan at some point or something like that. But yeah, it's not, it's not her and it's not that she's an inhuman. And I don't need them to make her inhuman. That's fine. But at least, like, her powers should be polymorph and not these wristbands. Yeah, exactly. And like, I understand, like, they want to distance themselves as far as possible from the inhumans. But there are other ways they could have had her get powers that weren't the terrorists. I don't think it's that they want to inf- distance themselves from Inhumans, because Inhumans is that show no one remembers. Like, I've never seen it. But that's, so even even in the comics, like, Marvel in general is trying to push the Inhumans to the side. Like, after that show bombed for them, um, they canceled every Inhumans-related book, and they then started pushing the inter- Eternals, because that's the next, like, like new set of characters they had in the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, they launched... Eternals books so back when they were pushing Inhumans because like Inhumans got announced for like the movie and then it became a series and all um, they launched X-Men versus Inhumans and they had like that whole Terrigen thing happen in the comics Um, in June they're launching Avengers X-Men and Eternals some sort of like crossover between the three like yeah they are trying to push the Eternals now because that was like the new thing that they released in other media so like yeah I think they just want to get away from the, the Terrigen stuff. I I mean, possibly, but, like, they could have just made her a mutant. They could have made her the first mutant that we learn in the MCU. Um, or, 
I don't know, giving her power some other way. Fucking Peter Parker gets bit by a fucking spider. Give her, give her some stupid power, some stupid explanation of powers. But it's to me, it, you're kind of. I, I like. I want. I. I'm waiting. I'm gonna watch it. It comes out May. No, June. It comes out June. And so, like, I'll watch it and I'll check it out. And I'm not gonna be one of those people. Her powers aren't the same, so I'm not gonna like it. But I just. I hope they do right with the new powers they give her. As long as, like, like you said, the casting and everything has been done well. It seems like they have the right, uh, um, makeup for a good show. It's just, I, I'm just, I'm wondering why they went so far with the powers, so far off with the powers. Yeah, like, that's the, it's, it's weird. It looks, like I said, it looks good. It looks like they hit the, um, the characters really well. Um, Mm -hmm. cause even, like, her friends and stuff like that, like, even, like, the quick little glimpses you get of them, I'm just like, oh, that's that's supposed to be that person, that's supposed to be that one. Even if they don't necessarily look exactly like them, just from reading the comics, it's very easy for me to be like, oh, yep, those, those are the core characters. Um, Like, cool. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I just, I wanted to see your thoughts mostly on her powers. Yeah, I'm, Jordan, what I'm are your thoughts on her that. powers? I, I know absolutely nothing, and I did not see the trailer. I saw people complaining, and that's about it. Oh, I didn't realize people were. I didn't, I didn't realize like people were like actively, there's, actively there's, complaining. I've I've more I've seen more people complaining about people complaining than I have seen people complaining. Yeah, th- that's probably more accurate to what I've seen is people complaining <laughs> about people complaining. But still, yeah, fucking people complain, right? Yeah. Um. um but I guess let's um let's shuffle things up a little bit because apparently the food is here, so I'm gonna just run down and grab it real quick, <laughs> Rich. Do you want to talk about the Monster Hunter thing real quick? Um, since you're the only one that really knows what's going on with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that a bit. I should have, I should have pulled up that. I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about it, so I didn't pull anything up for it. But sure. Um, right, they right had, uh, they had a, um, a Monster Hunter Rise, well, Monster Hunter Sunbreak, um, announcement event on Monday? Monday or Tuesday? I can't remember which day. Um, and they announced just, uh, some, some, some different things about the game. Uh, the new monsters and whatnot, uh, that, that they're throwing in, uh, they're calling the, the, the new monsters are called the Three Lords, which they're basing them off of, um, more Western, um, uh, uh, what's the term? Like Western, hit, uh, uh, stories. So they've got, uh, Gurren Golem, which is basically supposed to be Frankenstein, Luna Garan, who is supposed to be, uh, the werewolf and Mal Zeno, who is supposed to be a vampire, like influenced by vampires. Interesting. And just like the, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I would suggest check out like the, the trailer and you get to see them all. Um, but like Luna Garn looks really cool. Garn Gollum looks cool. Uh, Mal Zeno looks awesome. And if you have a chance, maybe, or if you can real quick, Google what, um, Mal Zeno's armor looks like. Because they did show that off, and it is very vampire-inspired and vampiristic, I guess, is the way to word it. Uh, but it's just, it's a neat concept. They also introduced uh, the new region that you're going to be in, or the new map. I can't remember if they actually named it, but it is very Western-influenced with um, castles and things like that. Um, so the Citadel is, uh, I believe, the main area that you're going to be in. Citadel is a new set around a forlorn ruins or old castle. But yeah, so the Citadel is 
where you're going to be going and exploring and, and doing a lot of your hunting in the expansion. And it just, it looks really cool. It's got grasslands, icelands, uh, a castle in the middle. It's just, it's a very different feel from what I'm used to seeing in a Monster Hunter game, especially in locales and, and even monsters. Like, they've never done, like, this kind of influence with the monsters, except for, like, in, in Rise, they did a lot of folklore references for the monsters and for the bigger monsters. Uh, and it was more, uh, Chinese and Japanese. I think more Chinese. I can't 100% remember though. Um, and then in, now in Sunbreak, it's more Western, more like European reference and influenced. And it's just, it's a really cool different take. And it just like the new region looks really nice. Um, also your dog companion can have a fucking gun on his back. Cause why not? Exactly. Cause why not? Um, and then they, uh, they dropped, uh, one more, well, two more new monsters, uh, two new monsters to the game, um, three new monsters to the game that I have not talked about yet, uh, Shogun Sienatar, which is just a big giant crab, we've seen him in the past, and Blood Orange Bishadin, which is a variant or a subspecies of one of the, uh, monsters that were introduced in Rise. But then they just threw in my, probably my all-time favorite monster, Talos, which is this electric green dragon thing, wyvern more so than dragon. Um, and he's just, he's always had like some of the coolest armors, some of the coolest abilities, but he was only introduced in Monster Hunter Generation, no, um, was it Monster Hunter 4? Uh, let, let's look that up real quick. Um... I think it was Monster Hunter 4 is when he was first. Maybe it was Generations. We're going to find that out in just a second. Once game appearances click expand. Oh, yeah, Generations. So he only ever showed up in Generations because in Generations they had what was called the Faded Four, which were like the four flagship monsters of that that game. Um, And it was there was a giant mammoth type monster called Gameth. There was uh, 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 Glavinus. There was... um, uh, Mitsusune, and then there was, uh, Astalos. Uh, Glavinus went right into World. Gameth has not shown up yet. Mitsu was in Rise. And now we've got Astalos. And I'm just, I'm so excited. Because this guy, like, his armors were always the best. He just looks awesome. He was always a fun fight. And he's probably top ten favorite monsters of all time in the Monster Hunter series. And just when they premiered him during the, uh, the event, I was just like, I, I, I jumped. I was I was so excited. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's just it, it, the the announced release date comes out June thirtieth. Uh, global release for both PC and and Switch. Um, it's just like it's just a de- a decently new take, a decent new take on the Monster Hunter genre as a whole. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be getting it for PC or not. I'll probably just get it for Switch, even though that's limiting the number of people I can play with to one. Um, rather than potentially three others on PC, but if I get it on PC, that means I have to play through the entire original Rise again, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, especially I. You said you didn't have a especially good time with that one comparatively, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was just it compared to previous monsters, compared to generations, compared to world. I just it was not that good of a time. I never actually beat all of the content that they released for it. It's just it wasn't. It wasn't worth it to me. 
And nope. it's not worth it to me to to go through it again. What if like like wouldn't you be able to have like Anthony or Evan or somebody just like run you through it on PC to like get you to where you need to be? No. Oh. Because in order to advance up, you need I would still need to do all of those key quests that I don't want to do. And the the problem isn't even really the key quests, it's uh, the rampages that they introduced that aren't all that great as well as just fighting the final boss. The final boss in that game, the final fight, is just, in my opinion, the worst fucking thing in the world. Uh, or at least in the Monster Hunter world. I've never experienced a fight worse than that. Like, they had, they had, um, Behemoth from 14, uh, in, from the Final Fantasy universe, but 14 in general, I believe, is supposed to be in Monster Hunter world. And that was rough. That was really rough. It was one of the hardest fights I ever had to do. I hate the final boss more than this uh, behemoth fight, and the behemoth fight I only beat once. So is the final like, boss just very hard, or is it just not a fun fight? It's not It's not a fun fight. Mechanically, it's not fun, because it's it's a monster that floats. It's always in the air. And, like, the music is great. That's the one thing about Monster Hunter that I love, is the music was fantastic. It's so good. Uh, it's just not exciting. And it ends up being broken up into two parts, which is generally fine. Multi-phase fights is fine. But it's you start off fighting... Uh, so there's two bosses in the final fight, or two monsters in the final fight, and they're in a specific arena, and you first start off fighting uh, one of them, and as you take them down to a certain amount of HP, they crash through the ground into a big hole, where you then have to fight both of them. But you, the one, the first one you can generally kill pretty quickly, and then you just have to deal with the, the second one, and it's just, the, the biggest problem is it's long. It's like a half hour or longer. And it's kind of boring, and it's just not fun. Uh, and I just don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it. That's fair. Um, but, like, that's... It, like, I could just... They, they will release... Uh, and they already have, I think. Or at least by the 25th of March, they'll have released uh, armors that'll let you... That you can equip right from the beginning. That'll have you geared up and ready to just do high-rank stuff. So that you can quickly just go and get to all the high-rank high rank things. And some of the armors is actually helps you um, with with gathering supplies, and some of the armors helps you with like uh, just there's like three different armor sets that they released that just like here you're set up for high rank, go fight the things, get to the next content, and I could equip that and just go into it, but I just th- there is a little bit of grindiness to the game because you need to break your hunter rank level up to a certain point to get to the next thing and um you cannot you cannot progress your hunter rank level if you're capped so if if say i reach hunter rank level 5 and i do another mission before i have to do a couple other missions before i unlo- unlock the urgent to break my hunter rank once i unlock the urgent and beat the hunter rank it will not have accepted those other missions as additional points into my hunter rank so i'm not now level nine, even though I was only level five, I'm still level five and a half. And it's just like that little bit of grindiness that I just, because the initial game wasn't, the, the story was a letdown and, and, and the fights were a little bit of a letdown. It's just stuff that I don't really want to do. But the new things that they're showing, making me super interested in it. I just, I don't know what I'm going to do right now. I don't know. Yeah, which, like, I can understand that. I can understand not wanting to do the whole thing over, too, if there's not like a, an easy way for somebody to just, like, get you to where you need to be. 
Yeah, it's it's not it's you can't just like power level in Monster Hunter. Um because some of the stuff is also solo only. So like I have to do a good portion of the game by myself. So it's just it's it is it's a little bit of a pain. Okay. Yeah, no, I get it. Um well I guess do you want to transition over to the state of play? Yeah. So uh there was a there was a there was a PlayStation state of play. Um Last uh, last Wednesday, actually, right? Was it Wednesday? Yep. Uh, last Thursday, wasn't it? Or was no, it Wednesday? It was Wednesday. Okay. Because we recorded. That's right. Tuesday we recorded on week. Tuesday. Right. There's one tomorrow for um, uh, fuck. What's that game that they're doing one for? Uh, the Harry Potter game. They're having a state of play okay. for um Hogwarts Legacy or whatever that's called. Yeah. Um. So it was it was a bunch of just stuff we've already seen, like Ghostwire stuff for. Stranger Paradise, um, uh, Forspoken. Then, then they had a couple of new things, uh, like the the Gundam Evolution, which is basically like, um, what's that? What's that Blizzard game you like, Druton? Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah, it's basically Overwatch with Gundam, from what I'm hearing. Oh, is this? I so I I didn't really look up much of this stuff, but I I do remember seeing the Gundam game. I didn't realize it was supposed to be like a pseudo like heroes. Well, it's a six v six competitive online first person shooter. But like from what I'm seeing, it's kind of very similar to like Overwatch, where it's objective based back and forth kind of thing. Um, like I haven't really looked a lot into it either. Just I I I saw a few people say that it's supposed to be like Overwatch. I mean, Which that sounds name? like Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Over Overwatch with Gundams and other um, mechs from the Gundam universe is is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, there's 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 a kaiju brawler game, Gigabash, uh, which I'm super interested in. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game that they showed, like they showed they showed a decent amount of things. Um, there's not the, all of it new. The Cowabunga collection. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna get to that. They had the Cowabunga collection, which is all of the old uh, turtle games. And like from, I forget how many from like, it actually is. One, two, it, it's three, at least eight, maybe more. Because I, I oh, thirteen <laughs> features thirteen classic TMNT yeah. games. Yeah, I, I have the list, and uh, it's it lists TMNT, Tournament Fighters NES, Tournament Fighters SNES, and Tournament Fighters Genesis. They're three separate games because they were three different games. Wait, there was were an they, NES oh. version of that game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it. I mean, yeah. it's it's different. And then, oh, that's and then yeah, there there's like the Manhattan Project. Um, oh, I didn't. Re- I actually didn't realize there were three Game Boy games. I knew Follow the Foot Clan was a Game Boy game. I didn't realize um the Back to the Sewers and Radical Rescue were. But yeah, I, I'm excited for that. It's definitely definitely something I'm looking mm-hmm. looking forward to getting when it comes out. Should come out this year. I think a lot of the things they showed should be out this year. I believe. Oh yeah, no, um, like the, like I think almost everything is actually relatively soon or like this year. Like the Returnal stuff is supposed to be later this month. Um, twenty mm-hmm. second uh, of March from Returnal. For Spoken is um in Oct. For Spoken got pushed back to October, but it's still coming out this year. Um, the Gundam game is this year. Uh, Ghostwire is just like next week or the week after. Sorry, the dogs are going crazy. I I know that um mm. Exo Primal game is twenty twenty three. Yeah. So can can we get into Exo Primal real quick? Go for it, because you you really care about it. I don't. I don't. I don't care about it at all. But when I see Capcom and then I see dinosaurs, I get excited because 
I want Dino Crisis. I want Dino Crisis. And Capcom doesn't listen to us at all. Because they never have. And they give us uh, Anthem with Dinosaurs. Which, like, how do you know that's not what you want? I mean, it might be what I want, but I also just want Dino Crisis. Um, I don't like this I've game. I've never played looks, Dino Crisis. I've come to realize it was so good, so good. I might not have even ever played it. I might have just ever watched Eric play it, but it, I still loved every second of it. Um, until you actually play it, you sit down. You're like, oh, this game's really bad. No, no, <laughs> I would, I wouldn't, because it's it's basically, if I remember correctly, it's pretty much in a sense like Resident Evil dinosaurs. It's it's a it's a survival horror dino game. And it's like, it's back and forth and trying to unlock, um, uh, different rooms and puzzles and things like that while also dealing with fighting dinosaurs. Okay, I guess that could be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, Exoprimal, I'm just, I'm sitting here, I'm watching it, and I'm like, I hate it. I love it. I hate it. I love it. I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, and I, let, let's be real. You're going to enjoy it. If you I play. probably will. I probably will. I don't know if I'll get it. It's sometime down the line. I think this is one of a few that might not have had a 2022 release date, because uh, this is the first time they revealed it ever. Uh, yeah, yeah, even uh, IGN says 2023. So we've got some time, and thank God, because 2022 is so oversaturated with games that I want to get that this will give me time. Like Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. I, I kind of want Stranger of Paradise. I'm hearing... Not so good things. I'm hearing some fine things. I kind of want it, but I'm I'm willing to hold off on that one for a while. Apparently, Especially, the story is really dumb, but the um, yeah the gameplay is apparently actually not bad. Well, I mean, what do you expect from a story that's based off of an '80s um, RPG? Also, you're playing the villain. You're pl- like your character. Like you're playing Garland, the the one of the villains of the original Final Fantasy. Huh. I didn't realize. Are that. you? Yeah. Yeah, I in one of the trailers, I, I they called him Jack Garland. Huh. So like, you are not playing like the Warriors of Light. You're actually playing the people that I assume become the villains of the first game. I may, I, I have no. All I know is, uh, from what I hear, the story is you have to go, um, and cleanse the four crystals of the darkness that's encapsulated members. I don't know. It's it's chaos. You it, you have to cleanse yeah. the crystals of chaos. Yeah. Um, but they did release a, so the game came out yesterday, Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. but they did release a demo for it last week after the state of play that, um, you can try it before you play it. And I believe the, um, your, it's the beginning of the game. So your progress does carry over, mm-hmm. which I, yeah. I like demos like that, like demos where it's like, all right, here's like the first like hour, 30 minutes, whatever of the game. Um, your progress will carry over, so you don't have to redo all this if you if you buy the game. In a yeah, week. yeah. My, the, from what I'm hearing, though, the game is very grindy to where, like, they because it's it, it's the, there's a level cap to each class, and then there's armor armor levels, and once you cap out your class at the highest level, you can go to another class, but there's not really any progression beyond that to the point where you need to actually run the same maps multiple times to up your armor level to get to the neck to get to a high enough power level to be able to fend off enemies in the next story area and it's yeah it's it's very grindy it's very um just like from what i'm like the combat's fun and i enjoyed it when i played the demo a year ago or however long it was and and it looks fun but i'm also currently playing a from software game i don't need another 
I really don't. Yeah, that's that is fair. I, like, and this one's eighty. The one I'm playing is like eighty hours long. It's taking forever to get anywhere. I don't need another well, one right now. Play it more than once a week. I need to. I need to. Trust me, I do. Um, and I've been meaning to do that. Yeah, you're never going to get anywhere if you only play it for two hours a week. Mm-hmm. I no, I I play for I I was playing for about five a week. I I think this week I play for about six because I played it yesterday. I think I played for about six hours last night. I started streaming earlier whenever I play uh Elden Ring or any of these bigger games. I start earlier so that I can get more time before I call it quits for the night. Yeah. So that's still 16 weeks if you're playing an average of five hours a week. Yeah, that's, I know. I know. Trust me. Um, I've, I have plans on like playing again whenever I have free time to just, the idea now is to go and explore and uncover things. So like find a dungeon, maybe run through the dungeon. And if a boss is in there or if it's a tough dungeon, mark it and come back to it on stream. Uh, or if I'm going into one of the legacy dungeons, get to the boss and then wait for the boss until I'm on stream. Stuff like that. So when I go to back to play it, which I might play it tonight, I'm going to just do a lot more exploring and killing like the smaller stuff and, and the leveling up and the grindy aspect of this game where I can just get right into the combat and the action when I play it on stream. Yeah, which like definitely makes sense. Um, yeah. So they also, at the state of play though, there were two like actual like full-on new things that mm-hmm. drew what do you think about that dio field chronicle yo i kind of really want it <laughs> like it definitely gave me hardcore final fantasy tactics vibes yeah which it, i <clears throat> sorry excuse me it wasn't grid based though was it it didn't look like it but it it, it kind of looked like how um valkyria chronicles is where it's not grid based but it is yeah i was actually even thinking um like i'm literally just like i have the video playing on mute it almost even reminds me a little bit of like um like it like an rts or um like the the old kotor games with the way like the combat worked there where you weren't really grid based but it was turn based and you did kind of just move to be in range to attack and like if your attack was a melee attack, you had to move right up to him. If your attack was a ranged attack, you'd fire from however whatever the range was for it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but that that game did actually look really cool, and it's supposed to come out mm-hmm. later this year. Yeah, later this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that game looked cool, and then there was a Valkyrie Elysium, which I was just all right. Square, I think it was Square. Yeah. Thanks for confusing us more. Um. Sure. Because it just, it didn't, I didn't really see anything from it. Well, so it, it, it is a new it, sequel for the Valkyrie Profile series, which is different yeah. from the Valkyrie Chronicle series. Well, it's Val, there's Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria. Right, right. Which that is, is uh. Like, that's a, yeah. that's not square. Yeah. I oh, I thought those it. games were square. No. No, Valkyria is, uh, Sega. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. not realize that. I've never played any of those, so. They're so good, man. But I need to play the most recent one. I only ever played the first one, and it's great. Valkyria Four was great. I know, I know, two and three I've heard weren't weren't as stellar the story wise, which is dull. But uh, Valkyria Four, I absolutely enjoyed. I've actually thought about going back to it once I beat everything I'm working on to play those on stream because I think that would be a fun stream game. Yeah, but. I remember the Valkyrie, like, I don't, I don't think I've ever really played them, but I remember the Valkyrie profile games, just like the box art and stuff like that from like GameStops and stuff like that. Um, cause according to this article, 
the the last console version of one of these games was 06 and i looked it up earlier there hasn't been one at all since like 2014 and that was a mobile game mm-hmm. so like they're dipping they're dipping kind of far back for this one yeah i mean i i don't know anything of the valkyrie profile i really don't and watching that trailer i was just like I guess this is a thing. It, I, it's I, an that, anime that was... third-person action adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there there have been a lot of those recently. And, like, generally, like, they, like, it works as a, um, as, like, a gameplay type as long as it's, like, done well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Rich, did you want to talk a little bit about the Returnal stuff? Uh, I haven't, uh, really looked too much into it, but I am stoked for it. Uh, they've got a free update for Returnal, which is a shock to me. Uh, like, they definitely could have gone and been like, here's some DLC, here's some... And honestly, I, I might have paid for it. Um, it's called Ascension. And it brings a co-op campaign, or it brings a campaign to be co-op. Uh, and there's also, um, well, they're calling it a survival mode about... It's like scaling a tower. I don't really know exactly how that's going to work. It's I don't think it's survival in the aspect of water and food and everything. I think it's just a more hardcore sort of it's like um, it's a horde mode maybe maybe a horde mode or or something like that it, it's i mean it, it literally it, uses the words taking out waves upon waves of returnals enemies like that sounds like a horde I, mode or something horde mode adjacent i mean a lot of what returnal was was like certain rooms you would go in and just like you take out a couple waves of enemies in order like some of the puzzle rooms and stuff yeah th- um this from what they were showing and just the way everything's worded it sounds like it's going to be just a like like an endless mode, and that's I've actually heard a few different places like refer to it as an endless mode, where you're just going to be like you'll you'll do a bunch of waves in a room, and then you'll move up to the next room, and it'll be more waves of like harder enemies, and it'll just get harder and harder as you go, and yeah. you'll just set like a benchmark, like all right, I got to level twelve, let's try to get to level thirteen next. Yeah. Um. Uh. But the 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 Tower of Sisyphus, which is this. Uh, survival mode is not co-op, which I think is weird. According to IGN, at least, Tower Sisyphus is not co-op, which they're probably just—they probably are trying to give like so you get your co-op campaign option, but then you have like more just strictly single-player. Yeah. Like this is just a challenge for the people that really liked the the gunplay or whatever yeah, in yeah. The, the base game, and they don't necessarily want the—they don't want the narrative bits of it. They just want to do the combat. Yeah. So we'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely give that a try when it comes out in, in a couple of weeks. Um, I just minimized everything. March 22nd <laughs> is when it comes out. So yeah, like next week, yeah. right? Yeah. I was, I was yeah. trying to, it's, 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 yeah, it's 22nd. So it comes out next Tuesday. Um, so I might have to, I, I might actually have to turn on my PS5. Uh, it's been and, and try seven it months. <laughs> uh, I mean, you wouldn't be entirely wrong. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure the last time I looked at, like, the app and I saw, like, your last online time was, like, seven months ago. Yeah, something like that. Probably. Um, Man, hey, there are what? starving children that <laughs> wanted that PS5 for Christmas, and you, you took it from them. Hey, guess what? I just got logged out of Google Talks. <laughs> Once a week, this happens. You just have the worst luck with that. Like, that never happens to me. Six months. You have not been on PlayStation Network in six months. And this time it didn't even save my uh, email, so I had to put that in. Well, I guess we can we can move on, Rich, if you'd like to talk about a little Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, I'm glad you told me what it was, because I don't have my outline up to see what it was. Oh, yeah, we could talk about Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I beat it. I beat it on, on Monday. 
Did you take a um, break from that with some of the other games? Because I feel like you've been playing that one a lot longer than the first one. I, I did take a break, um, but it was only for a week. So I started it the week that Elden, Elden, Elden Ring came out. Because I beat Ori in the Blind Forest and started Ori in the Will-O-Wisp on the same stream. Um, it seems like so much longer, but I guess Elden Ring really only came out like two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, that's only, Elden Ring's been out for about three weeks come Friday. Yeah. Or come Thursday, yeah, come Friday, about three weeks, I think. Um, but yeah, so I started, I, I took only a week off. It, it was still two and a half streams, uh, upwards of probably about 10 to 12 hours, give or take. Uh, like I said, I, 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 pl- I did a longer stream on, on, uh, Monday and I really wanted to beat it is one of the things. Like I really wanted to get through it. I was enjoying the hell out of it, but I wanted to beat it because I do want to rearrange my stream schedule and get back to some of the old stuff that I was doing while also still playing Elden Ring on there. Um, so I kind of pushed it to play longer to beat it. And it is, it's such a beautiful game. I, I know I talked about this with Blind Forest and I'm sure I said this when I started talking about Will the Wisps. But it's just the the art style in these games alone are just so fantastic. They're so beautiful, and and they're such fun games. But Will of the Wisp really blew it out the water from uh, out of blew out my expectations from what I was expecting based on Blind Forest to Will of the Wisps, with both the the uh, movement based um uh, with like the traversal uh, aspect and and moving around the the combat the different abilities, just everything. And it, like, it really felt very much more of a Metroidvania style game than Blind Forest was. And the, the story in general for both of these, just really good stories and just very emotionally captivating. Um, and it was just like, these are just fucking fantastic games. Like, remember when I had that conniption about, uh, what was it, IGN's 100 Greatest Games of All Time or whatever bullshit? Yeah. Yeah, you lost your mind over something silly. Will of the Wisps deserves to be on that. I I, I can't tell you, I'm not going to say it deserves to be within top 50. I just know that deserves to be top 100. I would say both of them as a whole deserve to be on there, like as a combined thing. And I feel like they're short enough together to where they could be considered one full game. Um, Because it is, a com- like the storyline follows immediately after from Blind Forest to Will of the Wisps. So it's all one cohesive story. That like these by far some of the best games I've played in a long, long time. And just I absolutely loved it. I loved it. Yeah, like I only ever played the first one, but like they did such a good job with that game. And mm-hmm. I know people generally thought Will of the Wisp was just as good. Mm-hmm. I I I I feel like Will of the Wisp was better. Just because they were able to smooth things out, make the combat and, and, and everything. They, like they, they had, they knew they had the base and then they were able to enhance it. And that's why I prefer, like, I think Will of Wisp is better. It's also a little bit longer. It's got more, uh, openness to the world. Whereas, like, Blind Forest, they just like, go here, go here, go here, game over. Will of the Wisp is like, you do all this and you do that part. And then, oh, now I need you to go to, these five areas, um, but do it, do it in any order. Do whichever one you want first. It's fine. Which is actually kind of cool. Like, kind of that yeah. more open-endedness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it just, like, music was beautiful. The, 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 the art just, I absolutely love it. Like, Druton, you've got Game Pass. Play them. You, 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 you both have Game Pass. 
play play if you haven't played uh, Blind Forest, play Blind Forest. If you haven't played Will of the Wisp, play Will of the Wisp. I My- intend to to pick up Will of the Wisp for the Switch at some point because I'd rather play that game like handheld, like just sitting on the couch. And my Game Pass actually ran out, although if I were to re-up Game Pass, another game just came out today on Tunic. Game Pass. That Yeah, Tunic, that I would probably play first. Though, like, the, the Ori games are way up there on my list to play, but... Mm. Yeah, honestly... They're, they're def- sorry. definitely worth it. There are a couple of Game Pass games that, like, Drew, I think, like, you'd probably enjoy. Like, Tunic's um, been on my damn radar for, like, four years. Well, there's also um, Death's Door. Yeah, that's uh, one yeah. of the games that I I really want to play. Um, I've been meaning I was gonna buy it before it came available on Game Pass, um, and that's like that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to get through Ori was because I want to try to now focus on a lot of time of playing uh, Elden Ring outside of stream to try to get through that so I can get back to Me- Pokemon as well and Mega Man so I can clear up a day by not having Elden Ring to be able to play. Uh, Death's Door, and I've never even heard of Tunic, so I, I just Tunic. It looks like a. It's like it was a game that very much looked like a Zelda game. It's but Zelda, a, but a, a fox. fox. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so Death's Door is Zelda, but you're a crow. Tunic is Zelda, but you're a fox. Gotcha. Uh, Death's Door is almost actually like I played a little bit of it. It's like Zelda meet um Hades, mm-hmm. which is why I think Drew would actually really like it. Like the combat's not as good and fluid as Hades. But like it's in that general direction, gotcha. And like, and just the gameplay is also in that kind of direction, because um, you're you're also in the afterlife, like like you're trying to hunt down like basically like lost spirits. Yeah, but then there was also a roguelike called Dreamscaper that I wanted to try out. There's a bunch of games on Game Pass that I just I want to give a shot to, but I'm just I'm I'm focusing a lot of time on fucking Elden Ring and. I still haven't even gone back to Pokemon since Elden Ring came out. Listen, I understand there's a lot of messages on the ground about fingering buttholes, but you should really not fuck Elden Ring. Uh, look, I mean, the, the the two fingers they they're they're large enough to wrap around it that I like. I just I just need to see what it's like. That was way too much information. Uh-huh. The two fingers are humongous, dude. I, I I don't know what two fingers you're talking about. The the the, the fingers. Oh, like the, like the finger you need to like unlock the door in the beginning. Literally, at one point, you you go through a door in the round table hold, and there are just two giant fingers that are supposed to be like the god or the whatever of the region of the realm or whatever. They're just freaking. They're three times as tall as your character, and I, they're just. I haven't giant found the round fingers. table. You haven't gotten to the round table yet. No. Have you Have you played since we talked about it? Only a little bit. Like I got torrent, um, and then I immediately just went southeast. Because everything north of me was just killing me immediately. I'm 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 not good at at these games. Like I am I I'm not, I don't have the patience for the combat. Is the problem? I don't want to take my time and slowly whittle people away and like like roll and block and parry. Like that's just it, it's not what I'm used to doing. Uh, obviously, you have not watched me play this game. I don't do that. I don't. I don't whittle people away. like the bosses. Yeah, I whittle them down and I track them whatever but regular generic fucking enemies i just run and gun and like i am i am at a point where a lot of the enemies i'm encountering i can take out in one to two hits yeah Um, as soon as somebody comes at me with anything other than just like if they have a shield or anything it just throws me off and i keep i'm not used to games that have stamina meters for mm -hmm. combat so i just keep running out of stamina and then 
getting just destroyed. So I went south where it was supposed to be easier, and I've just kind of been wandering down there. It's definitely, definitely easier down south. And, like, I found a few mobs down there that I was able to take out, and, like, I do okay against, like, those big, like, wyvern-looking things. Like, the the weird bird dragon. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the, 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 they, they look like giant bats, I guess, almost. The, the, the dragon bats? Yeah. Yeah, those things. That's, that's what they're called. They're called dragon bats. Okay, I've, I've never noticed a name for them, because I'm, I'm too busy, like, trying not to die. Yeah, they're they're dragon bats. Uh, yeah, they're they're not bad. They're my biggest issue with Elden Ring, and it's not even an issue. It's just where where I fault being a strength build is um uh friggin' fast enemies and just animals in general. Anything that flies, anything that's fast, I have a tough time with. Because even if I can kill them in one or two hits, I can't fucking hit them. And so I've died from, uh, from, from, uh, from sword birds one too many times that it's just like now I make sure I always have throwing weapons on me. Yeah. I mean, that, that is also part of my problem is, uh, like I, I'm doing the Vanguard or Vagabond, whatever there, there is. Cause I'm, I, I actually can't remember now. I know it starts with a V. Um, I have no idea like what I should do to level them up. So like I'm just kind of like, all right, I'm just going to give you strength and vitality, I guess. I mean, it's, it's, it's dependent on what kind of weapons you want to use. No, like, I, I understand that, but like, I don't know, like, I haven't actually spent the time to, like, look things up about this game. So, like, I know nothing about how any of the mechanics are supposed to work. Like, at all. Like, all I've really done is, like, I've just kind of wandered and explored and, like, tested things trial and error. Mm -hmm. Um, so, like, I haven't actually done anything to, like, figure it out. It's just been like, okay, well, this, I cannot beat this thing with the way I play, so I'm gonna go the other direction now. I did manage to, yeah. I, I managed to beat the boss that was in the, the wolf cave. Um, he, it took me three tries, um, and I had the, and luckily I, I realized I was able, I figured out how to summon the fucking ash things. So like, I summoned the ashes, and that's, that's how I managed to beat them. What, the, the big old bear, or? No, no, all no. Way, all the way at the bottom by the, the, at, uh, in the cave, or in the, castle all the way down to the south no no so this is if you if you go north like towards the church and then uh -huh. past the church um so if like basically if you follow the road that leads you to that like little like encampment and then the big walls if you uh -huh. follow the wall to the left eventually you find a cave and there's like a random soldier just kind of like camped out front of it and then when you go in there's a point of grace to save at one of the statues to like send you back to and then, like, a dark path passage, to, like, kind of to the left-ish. When you go through that passage, um, there's, like, five or six wolves just, like, chilling down there. And there's, like, stuff to collect. Um, so once you take them out, if you go to the right, there's one more wolf and then, like, the boss mist door. And if you go through that mist door, there's just, like, a guy wearing, like, a wolf skin, like, over his head that has, like, a big sword. And he does a lot of very, like, slow, like, heavy attacks. Um, and does, like, a yell, and... I haven't found him. I've been wondering where he was, because I want his armor. So all he gives you is a fire pendant. It's not all he gives you. He's a quest runner. So you'll see, you see him throughout the game. Oh, this I killed why, him. Like, does, does he talk to you at all? No, he just, you walk in and he just attacks you. And is he, is he a big guy wearing a wolf mask and stuff? No, he's... He just like... Oh, no, no, uh, I know, I know who you're talking about. It's not that guy. Okay, I can't find that guy, and I want his armor. Yeah, no, I know. I need to. F I know exactly I to find, what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah, no, this is just like a guy. Like it's it's a guy wearing like 
literally wearing a wolf's like skin as like a like a shirt and like oh. with the head and all. I I still haven't. I don't think I found that guy or that that room. I don't know. I'd have to look into it. Yeah, if you kind of yeah, just walked like directly north, you know, if if you walk north from the church where you can get um the the bell thing, um, mm-hmm. there's like that little like like swamp pool of water where the the weird turtles are. Yeah. If you go kind of right from there against like the cliff wall, you'll find the cave. Maybe I did go there. But it's very much like oh, you go no. into the cave, like I said, there's a bunch of wolves, and then if you go down one passageway, there's like a boss door to go through. And apparently he is the easiest boss. Still took me like three or four tries. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean it just you might you might not have found your uh your weapon or anything. What what weapon are you using? Uh the only weapons I found I have so far are the the sword and the shield and the um the halberd. Okay. So I'm guessing you're using the sword and shield? I've switched back and forth a few times cuz it's actually easier on some enemies to use the halberd like it was much easier to take out the wolves with that cuz I could keep them at a distance. Wait, and... so you you have them you have them both equipped? Yeah, I just swap between them. You might not want to do that. Why? Because you're probably rolling slow. Oh, I mean, th- that is just how, like, I didn't equip it. It was just like that when I started. Oh, you had a halberd and a sword and shield? Yeah, so, like, if I put, oh, if you're... I if I hit, like, the button, he swaps the, the sword for the halberd and puts the shield away. Uh, your, your, your endurance might be pretty damn high, then, if you can have all that. Plus, uh, what kind, is your armor, have, like, is it plate armor? Is it just leather armor? It, What's your it armor looks like, like plate armor. It, like, literally, I am the stock. Vanguard or or vagabond or whatever I, it's I, called. I, I I don't know what it has equipped. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like it it, it is the stock of that character because I haven't found. And, I gave. I I thought that I found um a bow and arrows, but it turns out I found a bow and crossbow bolts. So I can't mm-hmm. use them yet. So I I still have to find arrows. <laughs> you can probably at this point craft cross or craft arrows. You just have to kill some birds. And then you should have feathers to be able to craft arrows. Um, but check your weapons and figure out what your weapons scale rating is for each stat. So it'll show at the bottom and say strength. It'll say E. Dexterity. It'll say B. That means, and it'll also give a number as to like the minimum, the minimum level the attribute needs to be able to properly use that weapon. That means the weapon scales based on your level of that stat better. So if you're using a weapon, if you're boosting strength only, and you have a weapon that's scaling to an E with strength, but it scales to a B in dexterity, it's smarter to throw points into dexterity, because then that means you naturally do more damage with that weapon without even upgrading that weapon itself. Okay. That makes a little sense. It's It's unfortunate that, like most fucking games... Um, especially like games like this, the text is fucking atrocious on a console. Like mm-hmm. developers need to realize that people don't sit three feet from their fucking screens yeah. when they're playing yeah. on a television. Like yeah. I get, I get that these things are all developed with them sitting at a PC and playing it, but like I sit six feet away from the television, I can't read text that is at eleven point font from six feet away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So like a lot of it, like I don't even try to read it because it's just too damn fucking small. So I'm assuming you're the vagabond. Yes, there we go. Vagabond. All right, long long sword. Uh, it's all D based. Halberd is also D. So yeah, strength and dexterity both are fine with what you're boosting. 
Oh, you start with a hundred percent, uh, a hundred percent shield too. That's pretty solid. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, my, I mean, and again, this is me just not knowing how to play these games. Uh, the shield's fucking useless to me. Every time I use it, it I still just get damaged. No, it shouldn't. You have, uh, you have a hundred percent physical guard, which I, means you shouldn't take damage. Every time I pull the fucking shield out, I still take damage. Are you, are you parrying or are you shielding? Are you? I'm guarding? shielding because I don't know how to fucking parry. Because, like, bumper is oh, the shield, trigger that? is the guard. Bumper is the parry, shield is the guard. Or, or trigger is the guard. So mine's, I think mine's the other way. Cause when I, when oh, you know what? It is, it is. I, I switched mine because I did not like having to hold the bumper to guard and I was guarding a lot. Yeah. Um, so like I hold, I hold, cause I'm playing on PS5. So I hold L1 and I just kind of hold the shield in front of me. And is that mm-hmm. what R2 or L2 is? Like when I just like whip the sword or the, the shield yeah, out? That's, L- that's supposed to be L2, parry. L2 is the parry. Um, the other thing you have to keep in mind is if, your, um, cause you, it says, according to Wiki at least, you have a hundred percent guard, uh, physical guard, which means any physical attacks, your shield will take all of the damage. But if your endurance isn't high enough, if your stamina isn't high enough to guard or, or to take that attack, they will, uh, break your guard and then you'll be staggered a little bit. I mean, that's probably what's been happening then. Because, um, like, so, I, I play this game like an action game, like a platinum game, let's say, where I'm just trying to roll constantly, um, mm-hmm. and you can't do that because my my um, stamina just fucking runs out immediately. Yeah, you need you need to boost... Your endurance starts at 11, which is... Uh, so I, I took the hero, um, and endurance started at 12, which isn't much lower... That, like, your endurance isn't much lower than what my endurance was, but you need to boost that endurance quite a bit. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it seems the Vagabond is built more towards, uh, I mean, 13 dex deck, 13 dex, 14 strength. So you're, you're not, you're not a magic class. You're, you're a warrior class, but it's, it's pretty balanced between both dex and strength. Whereas I started as the hero and it's, um, nine decks and 16 strength. So I was geared immediately for strength. Um, but yeah, it's just, it'll take, at least you didn't start as the wretch. Uh, yeah, no, I, I would not do that. I, like I said, I tried the samurai first and was just, I, like, I was having trouble just getting anything done with the samurai. Like, um, I was just getting killed immediately. Um, mm-hmm. So I, so I looked online very briefly and it said that, like, the, the, um, vagabond was like, Kind of like the most basic one to start with if you've never done it before, because it was just like kind of a straightforward like attack class. So I'm like, all right, let mm-hmm. me let me try that one just so I can try and like wrap my head around how the combat works. And like the combat like is good. Like it's not like it feels bad. Like whenever we've talked about Monster Hunter, like I think the combat in Monster Hunter feels bad. I think this combat is just as sluggish, but it has like a good like hit feel to it. Um, I'm just not good at it. Like I don't have the the right mentality or patience for like the way the combat's supposed to go. And so like, I'm not taking my time. I'm just button mashing on the triggers to try and fucking attack. And then not actually hitting the enemy running out of stamina and then getting murdered. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, when it comes to the samurai, the samurai is built with 13 endurance, 15 strength. You're built to attack a lot and attack fast. And then to roll away, um, because the samurai, they, they, they built that around Sekiro 
and breaking posture. And in order to break posture in this game, because they don't have a posture bar, which is kind of frustrating, uh, is just to hit them a lot. That's really all. And when you break their posture, it'll have a boom noise, and they'll either, like, kneel down to the ground if they're a bigger enemy, they'll drop to the ground, and their weak point will glow, and then you have to go to the weak point and do your critical attack. Uh, so that's why Samurai is a little bit more technical, whereas Vagabond is a little less technical and a little bit more, like, yeah, you're 15 vigor, which is, I believe, the highest vigor out of everything. You just have a lot of health, and you can take you should be able to tank some hits. Not many, I can tell you that. But like, well, also, like, I'm, I've only been able to level up once, um, because yeah, I, I keep yeah, dying. So, well, yeah, it's your everything hits like a truck in this game. It really does. Yeah, and like, it's it's not a game that I have any intention of actually completing. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to try it out. I had a gift card, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give this a shot. I'm definitely gonna like play a little bit more. But like the like the the Souls games are just definitely not for me, but, like, I wanted to just try and wrap my head around them a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was our talk about Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh-huh. Um, sorry. I'm stretching. Uh, Cobb, let us know about Guardians, which is also on my docket to play, because it's on Game Pass. So, it's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. You gotta say the full title. Come I on. I don't care. Uh, I don't care. But yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't care. It, well, look, there are other things called Guardians. I mean, I'm just calling it Guardians because I'm just lazy, and I'm not going to say Guardians of the Galaxy every time I talk about Marvel's game. Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm just going to call it Guardians of the Motherfucking Galaxy, okay? I will add motherfucking to it and not say Marvel's. <laughs> I don't care, okay? Marvel's Guardians of the Motherfucking Galaxy. <laughs> no, it's it is actually better than I than like I kind of expected. Um, mm-hmm. I had heard so it's on Game Pass, which is why I, I tried it. Um, though the PC version just won't fucking work. Um, Are your drivers updated? No, like it literally won't actually. So th- there's something wrong with the with Xbox Live. Um, and I don't know if it's just my account or whatnot, but I tr- I downloaded it because I was gonna, I played it on on my Xbox, and then the other day I I was just sitting here waiting for things to happen at work, so I installed it and tried to play it, and like the game opens, I hit play, it then tries to sign into Xbox Live, and I just get a very generic, sorry, we can't sign you in right now. Try again later, and like. There's nothing online that's any use for it. There's uh, I tried like resetting my password, logging out, like all that stuff. Just won't fucking run. It might just be more of a you problem than an, an overall problem. No, exactly. Like like I didn't like it is. It just won't run on my like for me. But like yeah, I don't like that's fine. Like I was playing it on Xbox anyway. But, I mean, do you have PC Game Pass? Yeah, I have Game Pass Ultimate, so I get both. Okay, I wasn't sure. You, you never know with Microsoft. But even then, like. It wouldn't let me download the game if I didn't have the subscription for it. True. Um, but I had heard, like, when the game came out back in the fall that, like, it was better than people expected and, like, it actually had a pretty good story. Um, so, like, that's kind of why I went to try it out. The gameplay, not as bad as I, as I kind of expected. Cause, I mean, we all remember when they, when they originally announced that game, basically the entire everybody was just like, fucking really? This doesn't even look good. Like, mm-hmm. um, but, like, it looks, it be- was, I- I was complaining about it because it's the Star Lord simulator because it's not you don't get to change your who you're playing as or anything. You play as Star Lord and then command the team. Yeah, and that actually works better than than you'd think. Um, and while yes, it would be way better if it not even so much if you got to just change characters on the fly because that would get hectic. But if you were just switching characters depending on the mission, 
um the game does it like at least like the opening of the game is very kind of fluid like it's there's not a lot of cuts between things it just like kind of keeps going um so like it actually worked out that like I was just Star-Lord the whole time and it really is his story in this um cuz the game does um it opens up and then so far I've had one other uh, thing where it flashes back to him like as a kid on earth um which I'm pretty sure based on the time frame that they're kind of showing in this um this game takes place in like 2006 mm-hmm. um because the the opening of the game him as a kid definitely seems like the mid to late 80s and it's only been 20 years so that would put us in mid 2000s <laughs> um but uh yeah it it actually like the combat's not hard per se but it's definitely hectic um keeping track of the other guardians and both making sure they don't get knocked out so that you can use their abilities and then like knowing when and which abilities to use cuz like uh, early on like each one of them has one one ability and they unlock like as you hit story points with them um like those characters don't get experience the way star lord does um mm-hmm. but early on like groot um basically has crowd control like he uses like his like arm roots to um basically tie enemies to the ground and in, 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 in place for a minute. So depending on the enemies you're fighting, you might um, kind of corral them together, hit Groot's power to lock them down, and then Rocket throws a grenade and ju- just does a bunch of, like, AoE damage. So then you have Rocket attack, like, the middle one, and, and, and in some cases just take out, like, a large group of weaker enemies. Meanwhile, like, Drax is good for, like, the bigger enemies that you're just trying to stagger. And Gamora is good for just dealing like a really, um, r- a very quick high damage attack. Um, mm-hmm. so like generally it's like if you're fighting like one big enemy, you'll send Drax to, to get their stagger meter up. And then as soon as they're staggered, hit Gamora's ability to then actually do damage while they're staggered. Yeah. Um, and then as you're playing Star Lord, like his basic is just, um, shooting guns. Um, so you have like, Right trigger is just like normal blaster fire. Um, it does, it, it's basically got active reload. So when your gun overheats, um, it, the, it's the first power up that you get. Like the first thing you can craft is literally like the tutorial. You find the bench and they, it's the thing they walk you through doing. Um, and it gives you that little green bar on like the overheat meter. And if you hit mm-hmm. the trigger when it comes to the green bar, it instantly refills the, the charge and also shoots like, a, like, extra-powered one at whatever enemy you were attacking. So you both, like, if you time it right, you both get your re- your recharge immediately, and you do a little extra damage to the enemy. Um, and, nice. And then as you play, you actually start unlocking um, the elemental abilities, because his, his guns are element guns. So, um, so, so far, I, um, the only one I've unlocked so far is ice. So, like, I can freeze enemies, I can freeze, like, water to make platforms. Um, it's... As, like, the the movement and, like, everything, it's pretty, you know, run-of-the-mill, like, third-person action platforming. Um, mm-hmm. You know when there's going to be a fight because you, you end up in, like, a walled arena. Okay. Like, um, and it's one of those, like, you get in the thing, you fight a few waves of enemies. Once they're all gone, you then, like, look around and you're like, oh, I have to, like, do this simple puzzle to, like, get out. And it's, you know, sometimes it's, you know have Drax, like, pick up a big block and move it so that Gamora can climb up and, like, cut a thing. So, you know, you're you're kind of doing, like, the RTS, like, sending your troops at different things. Uh, but, like, it's... I feel like I'm not give, doing it justice because I'm saying it's kind of, like, a run-of-the-mill. 
But, like, it was fun. Like, I ended up playing for, like, six hours on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't intend to even play that long. It was like, I'm going to play for, like, an hour. I just wanted to kind of see what it's like. And then all of a sudden, it was, like, late afternoon. And I'm like, oh, I've been playing, like, all day. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes, sometimes you just play a game and that happens. It's Yeah, like, it just, it clicked, like, the, it has a fantastic soundtrack. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like the reason we got, like, the the store brand version of the MCU characters is because they spent all of their fucking money on licensing this music. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, like... Absolutely. I mean, like, not every song is great, but, like, they've got bands and songs that, like, you'll recognize immediately. Like, they have Flock of Seagulls, they have uh, Motley Crue, Kiss, mm-hmm. um, nice. uh, uh, Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up is in there. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, like Blondie, Pat Benatar, like kind of a little bit of everything. And then mm-hmm. um, they have an entire 80s metal album that they wrote specifically for this game. Okay. So when you um, so when you start up the game, like I said, you 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 your first like 10 minutes or whatever are actually Star Lord as like a 13 year old. It's actually his birthday. And holy shit, is he a fucking Southern 13 year old? <laughs> he has. He has the single most impressive mullet I have ever seen in anything. <laughs> and then he has like the denim vest with like the, the, that was definitely a denim jacket that he cut the sleeves off of with a band patch on the back of it, which is, um, Star Lord is the band. And that's this like 80s metal band that they made for it. But he's basically like, when you start the game, it's first person him sitting in his bed. And the first thing you can do is look to the right and you actually pick up the, um, like the cassette insert for the um for the album that he just got and it's actually lyrics to every song on the album and you can just sit there and the cassette will play through the album mm-hmm. um and like if you turn it over like there's like credits for the album and stuff on there like it's really detailed and then um he has a rolling stone magazine that when you pick that up he flips to it to an interview or, or like an article about and and review of this band's stuff and it's a full review and article about it like I didn't read it word for word, but like I was skimming the paragraphs. I'm like, this is actually like somebody actually wrote this. It's not just like flavor text they threw in for like the hell of it. Um, and then you walk through his room and he's just got a bunch of like 80s ass shit in there. There's like, um, not everything is, um, like the name again, not the name brand. So there's a, there's a poster on his wall that's a hundred percent supposed to be war games. The, um, the, the 80s Matthew Broderick movie about like, the the kid who hacks into like the NSA and accidentally almost starts World War Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. It is it it is that poster, but it's a different name. Um, yeah. And there's like there's a poster that's definitely supposed to be a Star Wars poster, but it's not. Um, and stuff like that. Um, and he mm-hmm. he does have a Chewy toy that his mom picks up off the floor. Um, he's he's got D and D dice on his table that he he talks about, and yeah, like they put a lot of detail into it. But um, other than that though, the the gameplay is pretty straightforward. Um. The first boss is, like, the first, like, boss boss is exactly what you'd expect from, like, a third-person action game like this. It's a giant, like, space octopus monster, or, I guess, space squid monster, that you just have to slowly attack it when it hits its arms down until you've taken off all of its arms, and then you attack its body. But, like, (laughs) it's a very hectic and kind of fun fight, because every round that he throws his arms down, another, um, like, different waves of enemies start coming at you, too. Like some of like the fodder enemy that you've been fighting throughout the thing, mm-hmm. and um, because you're cutting off his arms, um, some of them actually get just left on the um the battlefield. So like they're 
they are like basically obstacles that you have to work around at that point. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. You don't just clip through them. You actually have to like jump around them and stuff. Yeah. And like one of them I had frozen and it stayed frozen the whole rest of the fight. Cause like, that's, that's, I, I mean, I get obviously it's probably not by design. You're probably not supposed to have frozen that one. So that's, that's really neat that they did that. Yeah. So, and it's not so much that you're not supposed to. So like I have the ability to shoot things to freeze them. And so, like, that, like, like stops them. So, it, in very, like, normal 3D action game, like, you have that small window to attack him when he's, like, staggered and his arm is on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, you, mm-hmm. I just send everybody at him at that point. Um, so, that includes, like, having Groot kind of latch on to, like, try and make it last a little bit longer and shooting him with the ice thing because that slows it down and does damage. And it just happened to be that I did enough damage that Gamora then did her attack, which cuts off the um the arm, and mm-hmm. it got left frozen on the battlefield for the rest of the game or the rest of the fight. Yeah. Well, and when I say supposed to, I mean like it's not. It wasn't a scripted scenario. Oh where yeah, like, yeah. Oh, hit a quick time event where you freeze his arm and then it's stuck there the rest of the fight. It was you literally like. He was staggered. You froze his arm, and you cut his arm off, and it was stuck there. And that, that's just, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of good come out of that game, and I've just, I really want to play it. Uh, I was excited when it came out for Games Pass, but fucking last, this month is so fucking overloaded with games that I just, from, from Pokemon to Elden Ring to Ghostwire. Look, man, Pokemon came to- out in January. You just have been playing it too slow. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is true. I didn't, I didn't really put as much time into it as I should have, um, or as I wanted to. But it's just, I just, I, I don't know. It's hard for me lately to to play, not to play the game, but just I've been super busy. So like weekends, I don't get a lot of time to play games, and when I do have time, I just want to sit down and waste time and not actually play something and just shut my brain off. So I can understand that. Um, Guardians would I, be a good, watch. Guardians would be a good way to do that. Uh, I, I don't know. You mean Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> exactly. See, um, see, I conditioned you to correct me. No, I was being. Um, fa- it's not facetious. No, it's is yes it facetious. It is. is it facetious? facetious? Yeah, yeah. But um, are you, or is this just reverse psychology? And I have purposely gotten you to do this, thinking that you're being sarcastic. <laughs> to do what? To do what? To correct me when I purposely said it wrong. When you purposely say what wrong? Guardians instead of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. See, you you ruined it. You ruined it. You were supposed to just say Guardians, and that's when I was going to go. You mean Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy? No, I know exactly what you were doing. That's why I said the like, whole title. Like, like that's you, you ruined it there. Like that's you should have you should have let it happen. Honestly, I th- I thought you were going to be the dick who who said yeah yeah Guardians. See, I told you. <laughs> No, no, I was gonna, I was gonna do it again. I was gonna say, I, I wouldn't have pushed that far to be a dick. I was pushing that far for the bit. Um, but yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of good about it. It's just, even, even not including Pokemon, there's still Elden Ring, there's Ghostwire, there's now the, the Returnal stuff. There, I think there was like one or two other things that came out in friggin' March, and it's just, or, or it came out since mid-February till the end of March. It's just this whole year is very saturated with games, and I just can't pick and choose. There was, uh, as dumb as it sounds, uh, another kaiju battle game uh, on Steam that just came out that I wanted to get. That I'm just like that I'm sounds about not right. Gonna get right. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 more of a um, where where's it at? I'm looking through my wishes. It's called Dawn of the Monsters. 
It's it's like a more of a 2D style. Oh, yeah, it's kind of a 2D style uh, game. It looks really really silly. It's only thirty bucks, but like it just came out, and I'm like, damn it! So many games that come out that I want to play. That's that's why Game Pass is great. You can just play yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. I I mean I also uh, bought the Ascent the other day because that was on sale. Um, and I want to play that. I, isn't that on Game Pass or is it only on console Game Pass? I don't know if it's on game. It was, it was like 10, 15, I don't remember how much. It might not be on Game Pass anymore, but I'm pretty sure it was at some point. There's, there's a way to check purchase history on Steam. I just can't remember how to find out how much I spent on. Yeah, the Ascent available with Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> only Xbox though, not on PC. console, PC, and cloud. Oh, whatever. But like, I, you I spent less than ten dollars on it. It's not a big deal. No, I, I think I spent like fourteen to twenty. It's still not a big deal, and I don't know if it had crossplay. And I was trying to get a but- another buddy to buy it. Um, yeah, crossplay is a thing. I, I don't know. Like most of the, at this point, most Xbox, like most games that are available on Game Pass on like console and um, PC have like play anywhere, where like your your mm-hmm. save will go with you. But that doesn't mean that you can play like console to PC. Yeah, it was the March second is when I bought it. Um, and it, it, like, it's I'm been on Game Pass at, for a while. Yeah, but it, I also did the same thing with. Uh, there's a game Deep Rock Galactic that was on stream that doesn't have crossplay that I bought on Steam. Okay, it's yeah, on that's... it's on Xbox, but there's no crossplay, so I got it on Steam. Well, I don't think, and like Drew, you actually might know this better just because you play more PC stuff. But I don't think I think crossplay on PC is just. PC, like it doesn't matter what store you're playing it on. No, it matters. Does it? It matters. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Like, like I, I, I actually I up. see an article that the Ascent has crossplay, but only if you're playing the Xbox app version of the Ascent on PC. With, oh, that's really dumb. So you can play with Xbox if you're using that version, but not the mm-hmm. Steam version. Yeah, I do have the Ascent, by the way, Richie. If you want to play. Yeah, I, I was trying to get Timmy to get it so he could do it for uh, the teamwork, and I would have involved you into it as well. Um, the teamwork Tuesdays, or well, it's teamwork Thursday this week. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely it is it is uh, uh, down the line something I'll play. Not right now. Yeah, because there's me know. so much other stuff I'm playing. I mostly just bought it because it was pretty cheap. Oh, I that's I remember uh, looking at that game. I remember you talking about this now, Drew. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like that, like cyberpunk, like isometric, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember that. Um, but that is probably a show for this week. Right? I think so. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, next week is going to be our, our next book club where we are going to be talking about uh, Blade Runner, the final cut on HBO Max. It is the final of just uh, I don't I don't know where I'm going. It's it's Blade it's Runner. The final countdown. No, I don't even know. Definitive. It is the definitive experience of Ridley Scott, who. It's kind of it's kind of a grumpy old man at this point. So who knows if if his if his final definitive edition from 2007 is actually any good? Yeah, mm-hmm. I sure fucking don't. But we're gonna find out next week, guys. Yep. Uh, but other than that, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at Patreon.com/onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars. You can always help us out by going to your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It all helps a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. 
Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Uh, we also have our next episode and next session of bonus action going up to um, patrons on Friday, and then that ep- that single episode will go live on the free feeds on Monday. And I think that's yep. about it. I think so. All right. I wasn't paying attention. You never do. Uh, nope. But yeah, so we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.